Welcome to the Business Intuition Podcast, the place where you can learn to trust your intuition to make business decisions without having to meditate for hours, wear crystals, or give up on coffee or wine. You don't have to leave your IQ at the door. Embrace intuitive intelligence to create a business that lights you up and finally experience the success that you deserve. So if you come on here live, I would love to answer your questions about signs from the universe or from even departed loved ones, whatever it is. This is a subject that I'm really, really excited about. I suppose it started with me um, quite a few years ago when I was still working in the corporate world as um, an international business lawyer. And I had taken a sabbatical for three months because I had been with my company for um, over 10 years. So that was one of the bonuses that they gave us that we could take a sabbatical. And whilst on sabbatical, I trained um, on my Reiki one level. And I'm not going to go too, in, too much into Reiki because this is not the topic of today's um, episode. But um, let's say it was a completely different experience from being a corporate lawyer, obviously. Um, I, well, I, I will say that when, um, when I met the Reiki master that uh, trained me to level three, um, the moment I walked through the door, she said I was a natural healer. And it wasn't such a surprise because someone else had told me before, but that's um, that was definitely a sign to confirm that I was doing the right thing. Even that, though for me at the time, it was quite a leap of faith and quite almost scary to do these things. Because even in organized religion like Christianity, sometimes Reiki, or well, they don't necessarily know about Reiki, but... Um, I had a conversation with a vicar once who told me that they, um, you know, that I was a very nice person, but he had been told that actually um, it was wrong to do Reiki. And so there's, there's a lot of judgment around that. But so anyway, I had just trained um, on my Reiki one level and I was uh, back to work. It was the first day back to work after three months. Um, it felt really weird. And over my lunchtime, I went for a walk after I had my sandwich and I sort of like asked the universe, what now? What am I supposed to do? I'm a corporate lawyer. I've trained in Reiki. How does this fit? Probably five minutes after I asked this question, I was walking on down the street and the, the sky was a, a pure blue. There's, there's not a cloud in sight, okay? Uh, and I looked up and I saw this big white feather that literally flew from nowhere. There was no bird uh, flying above me, nothing. Flew out, pulled out from the sky and literally landed in the palm of my hand. Now that's probably quite a spectacular sign. So <laughs> this is how I wanted to start this, um, this episode. To explain to you that signs come in many different forms and in surprising ways. But the very first thing that you need to do if you want to be open to receiving signs from the universe is, um, I guess you, we need to have this conversation about coincidences and synchronicity. 
I come from a background where people believed in coincidences, they didn't believe in synchronicity. So if a, a feather had fallen from the sky, they would have said, oh, it's a bird feather, and not thought any more of it. Um, and that's okay, but I suppose if you want to receive signs from the universe, from your guides, angels, departed loved one, whatever it is, uh, perhaps that you're on the right track, suppose you're uh, making a really important decision in your business, Although you have a gut feeling, you're not confident enough about your intuition to know if it's the right decision, uh, and you ask for a sign, um, the biggest mistake people make is that they immediately discard it. When it happens, they forgot that they asked for a sign, and then they discard it as a coincidence. And it's a bit like if you asked your best friend for advice, and they gave you advice, and then you just, you just completely ignore it. Uh, so if you do that, uh, for sure, you probably won't see signs anymore or things will just um, slot in the background again because it's quite easy to stop um, to, to miss a sign. And the reason is we live in a distraction society, so we are always busy in our heads. Uh, we're busy going from one place to another. We rarely have time to notice things. And, um, you know, I hold my hand up. I do that a lot as well. If I'm preoccupied, I'm completely in my own world, I could miss something completely obvious. It's happened to me, actually, I realized recently, I was walking through a familiar street and I noticed something for the first time. And I had been walking down that street uh, thousands of times. I've lived where I've lived for uh, 15 years. Um, so, um, when I noticed this new thing, I thought, I knew it had been there all along, it didn't look like it was something new. I thought, this is incredible how you can miss something um, so obvious for so long. That's because we are preoccupied and we often, uh, we're not in the now. So I would suggest, uh, first, if you want to make sure you don't miss your signs, once you ask uh, any question, you stay in the now. and observe, um, try to slow down the pace in your life. So the second thing I wanted to talk about is that what are your expectations? Do you expect to receive a sign or not? Our beliefs come into the experience as well. So if you think that you never receive signs, everybody else does, but you don't, then this is what's going to happen because the universe uh, likes to um, likes to confirm your beliefs. The universe likes to really meet you where you are. And it's it's not that it doesn't want to, it's that it's, it's this law of attraction thing there where you have to be a match. So if you absolutely believe, don't believe in sign, or you think you never get signs and your best friend always does and you feel horrible about it and poor me and all that sort of thing, then it's very likely you won't get a sign. So perhaps you could work on that, you know, um, I remember myself, it wasn't about signs, but, um, you know, these competitions where you can win something and I'm, I knew a Facebook friend, when I say Facebook friend, it's a bit loosely, but you know what I mean. Um, and this girl who I liked very much, um, wanted to, she organized the competition to get a name for her online course. She couldn't find the name for this course and she thought it'd be a nice way to engage people. I just put a name that immediately came to my mind on the comments under her post and I happened to win the prize. 
And it's surprising because at that time I was convinced I never won anything. Um, but I guess I had opened the door in my mind by entering this competition that perhaps um, this could be possible. Actually, I when I remember when I wrote the comment, I thought to myself, I didn't want the prize. I just did that to help her. But I think my um, the universe had other ideas for me. So, um, but from then on, it kind of opened the door a little bit to the fact that yes, I can win things. Yes, I can uh, receive from the universe free gifts, and it's happened a lot since. So expectations are really important and I want you to keep an open mind. This is all that's asked of you at this point. It's just to keep an open mind and, and play. Just have a play. Now the third point I wanted to mention is that um, when you ask for a sign, be careful not to be too prescriptive. Because if you are, and I remember my sister when she first um, did that, and I, I didn't know much about anything at the time, so I thought, wow, this is this is great what she's doing. And I'm not saying it's not great, but I'm saying it's not necessarily what you want to do. Um, she said, well, if I, um, I'm going to take this course, I'm just giving a, an example from the top of my mind, um, then um, it will be a yes if I see someone walk uh, in front of me with a red scarf and someone um, did that. She says someone walk uh, in on the pavement with a red scarf. So she said, okay, well, I'm going to take this course. Now, this is all very well, but it did, it um, actually didn't take into account the, the, um, the power, our co-creating power, which means that if you have a very clear sign that you ask the universe to send you, then uh, there is a possibility that you are going to create this sign. And I want to talk about the, the book that Pam Grant wrote, which I really love, called E-Square. Uh, you might have read it or not, but in this book, she shows how when you put your uh, attention to a certain um, item or idea, then it pops into your, um, your world on a regular basis. So one of the exercises, I think she asks um, if you can focus your attention on finding cars of a certain color and a certain make. And I remember doing that one summer when we were dri driving from uh, where I live to Cornwall and um, I set myself to find um, purple cars which are quite um, unusual and I managed to see I think up to a hundred on, on the way in four hours that we drove and I had never seen a purple car before or never noticed a, a purple car before. So when you ask for signs, be careful that it's quite different from manifesting things. Uh, you want to keep an open mind. Of course, if you don't get the sign that you've asked for within 48 hours of you asking, um, then ask again. Now, this, um, I'm going to give you some examples of the kind of signs that you can get, um, but I will say the, the sky's the limit. You can get just as many signs, the variety um, is uh, incredible and it, it's because your world is rich in symbols and that's something that I love. I also love looking into symbols, their significance and everything else but most probably the universe or if you're open to the idea that there's angels and guides will use something that's meaningful to you. So it might mean nothing to someone else but it will mean something to you. So I'm going to give you, um, there's about six main ways that the universe can give you signs. Um, it can be feathers. 
it can be number uh, numbers, repeated numbers, it can be car plates, it can be names, songs or conversation. So I'm going to start with, um, I've already given you the example of feathers and how when I was in the corporate world and I just trained um, on my Reiki one, I was given this incredible signs of receiving a feather from nowhere. I didn't quite know what it meant, but um, since then I've recognized that when you get those feathers, and for me, I call them angel feathers if they're white, um, regardless, but some people like all feathers are signs. And for me, they're usually an encouragement from the universe to keep going and that I'm on the right track. And actually, I remember attending, um, that was a couple of years further down the line. I made friends with my neighbor when I was training in uh, spiritual healing. Actually, that was probably just before the, um, I was training in Reiki One. And we went to a Diana Cooper workshop. Um, now, for those who don't know who Diana Cooper is, she's the lovely... Uh, angel lady in, um, in the UK who does lots of meditation, guided meditations. She wrote um, books that I really love about, um, it's called usually A Little Light on Angels or A Little Light on Spiritual Laws, that sort of thing. And on the way, this is how I learned about angel feathers. On the way, we were walking um, and there was like a, a grass um, area next to the pavement. And as we walked through that grass, there was like, um, dozens of these little white feathers and my friend neighbor said to me these, these are angel feathers it's a sign that it, this is a good thing for us to go there um, and I'm reminded of um, a lawyer that I know because I still know lawyers uh, who once said um, I think she posted on Facebook um, how do you know it, she was holding actually she posted a picture of herself holding feathers and she said how do you know it's not like just a bird that's been eaten by a cat and then you have all the feathers scattered on the ground and or that and or that they're angel feathers and in answer to her question uh i would say it's very obvious when it's um a bird that's been eaten because you have more than just the feathers and they're all scattered in one particular way uh, where the poor animal, the poor bird was eaten. So it's very obvious the difference. Whereas angel feathers are little fluffy white feathers that um, sometimes are on their own. So there's just the one or uh, they could be a group, but it really doesn't look like there's been an incident um, that happened. So I hope that answers some of your question. Um, the other thing is numbers. So, um, I know my father, uh, had a favorite number, which was number three, which I didn't know about. And if I see three, 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 uh, very often I know that it's linked to my dad who wants, um, who's now in heaven. So he sometimes speaks to me through numbers. And this is bringing me to a sign that he gave my sister when, uh, the day he died, which was incredibly powerful. Um, my dad died about four years ago of a brain tumor. My sister was staying with my mum in Paris uh, when he died to support her uh, through the last days of what was happening. And so she picked up the phone when she received the call uh, from the hospital to say that he had crossed over. And when she called me half an hour later, she said that at the very time where she picked up the phone, she saw three planes in the sky. And she explained to me that um, that's, um, 
like magic number was number three that he always bought things in three so if he bought a shirt and he liked it he would buy three of them and all that sort of thing which I had no clue my sister knows so much about our family so much more than I do and so it was an incredible sign uh, from my dad to her and everybody else because she shared with me that he had arrived safely because when you take a plane and you see the plane flying in the sky it's definitely a sign that you've arrived and you're safe and you want to say to your loved ones that you're okay and it was very, very comforting, for at least for my sister and I. My mum is too much of a sceptic. She doesn't believe in anything. Now, um, I want to share what happened this week because um, this plane thing came about again. But I nearly missed the sign. And this is where I'm saying uh, we have to be in the moment. We have to pay attention to what's happening around us and to be open to synchronicity and not discard everything as a coincidence. So this week I um, drove my son to university and settled him down there about two hours away from where we are and it was a very emotional moment for me. Um, and at one point I went uh, for a walk with my other son who decided to come with us um, so we would be like a little nucleus of a family to take him down. We went on a walk um, next to the beach and I, we walked past an, an incredible sculpture that had three planes flying into the sky. Although I looked at the sculpture and I found it absolutely gorgeous, it didn't click then. But the next day I went for a walk on my own and suddenly um, I remembered how my dad had sent three planes when he died to my sister so that he would comfort um, us about the fact he arrived safe in heaven. I just broke down in tears because this was such a clear sign that my dad was with me, supporting me. Um, I know he absolutely adored his grandchildren. He spent a lot of time with, with them, uh, at least the, my elder two, um, before he passed. So, and also the, the reason why it made a lot of sense as well is because my son is um, about to start to study architecture and it was my dad's biggest dream to study architecture and he didn't because it wasn't something that was considered acceptable. It was far too arty <laughs> for his family where everybody was either an engineer or a doctor. So he had two choices. Uh, at the time, it was a lot more difficult to oppose to your parents' um, expectations of you. So he wanted to be an architect. He was an incredible artist. Um, just like my second son is, and um, he ended up being a doctor. So I think um, it made a lot of sense for him to pop up at that moment when I was settling my son at university last week, because on the one hand, he loved him to bits. He wanted to comfort me to the fact that he was around to guide him and be with him whilst I was going to leave him behind. I mean, my son, obviously not my dad, because he can be everywhere. And... Um, and it made sense as well because my my dad would have a very um an interest in first of course his grandson even from heaven and also because he wanted to study architecture so of course he's going to hang around my son whilst he studies and watch his every steps because that's something that he would have loved to do that brings me to a little digression i want to make actually about departed loved ones because um 
many people believe that once people die, you just need to let them rest in peace, that they've had a very tiring life and they want to be left alone. And there's nothing like that. This is completely false. And it's not that I want to point the finger at my mother again, but she doesn't, she basically said, because she knows that I'm a medium and that my sister is a medium too. She said very, very clearly when my dad died, I do not want to hear from your dad. I want to move on. This is not my scene. I'm not interested. And she also said that it was wrong. When my grandmother died, I went to a medium who actually gave me signs um, and messages from my grandmother. And I never asked for them. My grandmother literally popped into the reading and, and started taking over the whole reading for me, where she was saying how proud she was of what I'd done and this and that and the other. And when I reported this conversation to my mother, she said it was absolutely wrong and that I was talking to the wrong people and that I shouldn't be um, going and and basically disrupt my grandmother from her um for her peace um but it's it's not like that at all um and abraham hicks speaks about this a lot if you haven't heard about abraham hicks i encourage you to watch some videos on youtube and they say that the consciousness people in the spirit world whether they've um walked this earth or not are incredibly interested in what's happening on earth and if there was an interest um that they had during their lives, so I'm just talking right now about my father and architecture, uh, they will be um, hovering around people who are doing the same thing that they know because it's something that still interests them uh, from the other side. So um, this is a last aspect I wanted to talk about um, signs. So we've talked about expectations, we've talked about what signs can look like, um, I've talked about numbers, feathers, car plates, names, songs, conversations. Um, I'd like to say about the conversation, for example, you could ask a question. You want to know what is the next uh, logical step in my business, as, as an example. If you hear a conversation in public transport or somewhere where you go or suddenly a friend talks to you about something that answers your question and that you haven't prompted the conversation. It's not like, oh, what do you think I should do? And then your friend says, oh, I think you should. Or they would probably just uh, spontaneously have researched something and they're very excited to share something with you. And it happens to be the exact answer to the question that you've asked. Then this is your sign. OK, if you're in doubt and you want to have more confirmation, because you're at a stage where you're still uncertain about all this business of asking for signs, then feel free to ask for another sign and even three signs if you want to be extra sure. The universe, guides, angels will never get annoyed that you ask for more than one sign because they understand that first, signs can be confusing and you want to make sure that you've interpreted things right and also they know that we are um, skeptics. Uh, for the most part, anyway. And for me, I need to say, um, um, it took me a long time to come to the place of um, of um, seeing signs and understanding signs, and it's a practice, okay? At the first, um, for me, it was so alien. It was like, okay, I'm, but I had an open mind, so I thought to myself, I'm going to try this, see if it works. And at the time, it wasn't sign I was asking for, it was parking spaces, because I'd read in a book that um, you could ask for parking spaces from the angels. And I thought, what a ludicrous idea. Asking for parking space from angels? Angels are not about parking spaces. They're like about, you know, fluffy things and faith and this and that. But I thought, this is an interesting concept. I'm going to give it a try. 
And so, because I was extremely stressed about finding parking spaces back then, and it probably is because I come from Paris, where finding a parking space can be a bit of a headache, um, I, I decided to try it out. And lo and behold, I got my first parking space easy, and um, uh, I thought, oh my god, this is incredible, I'm going to try again. And so I want you to have this sort of experimental... Um, attitude towards getting signs from the universe, you know? I want you to be playful, I want you to have um, positive expectations, but at the same time, if you don't receive the sign right away, I want you to try again and try again and try again. This is an experiment. You want to see if you can play with the universe. This is, a, this is like a game, you know? It's not like hide and seek, but it's like, oh, okay, well, I'd love to have a sign. And then you can, like, hear a song that would have in the lyrics the exact answer that you're looking for. So it could be names, for example. You might want to know how to name your baby and you ask the universe, um, what name should I name my baby? If you see or hear the same name three times in, in the span of 24, 30, uh, 48 hours, then that's a sign. Obviously, you still always have to check whether it feels right to you, your own intuition. Uh, but that can be incredible. And um, on the subject of names, it's actually the way that all of my children gave me their names. I have four kids and I've chosen none of their names. I had some really set ideas, especially with my first two, of what I was going to call them. And then near the time of the birth, um, the name completely changed because I saw... Um, actually, for the, my first one, I saw his name in a novel that I was reading and I just knew when I saw the name that that was the name uh, that he wanted to be called. And at that time, I wasn't even into any of this stuff or intuition or anything. I was really um, at the beginning of my career as a lawyer. and But I just knew. And the same thing happened with my second child. Uh, literally, it was actually the name of a file, of a legal file that I was working on. And when I saw that name, I just knew it was the perfect name for my child. So these signs can come, you know, they can come from really mundane things, like the name of a file you're working on, or a name that you see in a book uh, that you're reading in a novel, and it might feel completely disconnected or maybe too mundane for it to be a real sign. But it's true, because um, what happens is, especially at the beginning, uh, you're not going to get like an apparition uh, unless you've been meditating for years and you're already super clairvoyant or whatever it is. I still don't get apparitions. Um, so if you ask for a sign, you're not going to have Archangel Michael or Gabriel literally um, popping up uh, in front of you, talking to you and showing you all these things. This is not how it happens for most of us mortals. Uh, it's much more likely to be... Um, a friend who's going to tell you something randomly or you're going to read something in a book and you're going to have that sense that this is the message that you're supposed to get okay so um this is my my little chat about signs i hope you found it interesting if you want to ask me any questions you can in the comments or if you're watching the replay or listening to this uh, recording on uh, my podcast feel free to reach out on my facebook page have a great week bye Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Intuition Podcast. If you like this episode, make sure you subscribe, give us a rating, and if you haven't done it yet, write a review so that more listeners can enjoy this podcast. Don't forget to join my free group on Facebook, Business Intuition for Female Entrepreneurs. And go on to my website to download my free workbook, 
on the four steps to trust your intuition in business. My website is theintuitionrevolution.co.uk.